At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Danny Burke is here as well. Um, I uh, No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to make a dramatic announcement, but I don't think I'm allowed to say that. So uh, Danny Burke and I together forever. All right. We have uh, a lot left to get to. So I, I felt like this was the natural jumping off point. For those who are just joining us here on Live Bet Saturday, uh, it's a Super Bowl bonanza. It's all Super Bowl wall-to-wall for the next two hours and, and onward here on VSIN. Uh, make sure tomorrow, by the way, we have a great day that you can check out the lineup up on the website as well, vsin.com. Up there, too. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of, including a, a free look at what we offer from a betting guide perspective right at the top. And also, very much worth clicking on, uh, watching the replay. Billy Walters in the book. Brent Musburg did a great job, very much worth watching if you have not checked it out. So tons of wall-to-wall coverage in terms of the Super Bowl up on the website at vsin.com. So with that out of the way, we were talking about Jalen Hurts. So let's talk about Hurts overall. I, I'm fascinated. So, you know, I know Elliot wanted to do some hardcore positional breakdown as we kind of went throughout this day. So I wanted to get into that a little bit here, Danny, because what I'm very interested in is the game plan of Kansas City. And I've listened to a lot of people talk about what this is going to look like. And the simplistic way to put it is, I think I'm, I'm really intrigued. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs, are you not, and this is not to say that Jalen Hurts has not improved as a passer, but are you not going back to that game last year in the first round of the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where the Bucs just decided we are loading up, we are playing eight dudes in the box, you are not going to run the ball effectively, and we are going to see whether or not Jalen Hurts, the passer, can beat us downfield. Because if that is the case... We have seen since he's come back from the shoulder injury, Jalen Hurts has not looked good as a passer. And whether that has to do with the injury, whether that has to do with the way the teams have played him over the last couple of games, because I don't think like we should not make a mistake about the fact that, yes, they won that game comfortably against San Francisco. Jalen Hurts did not play well in that game, Danny. And I'm really interested to see if this is what the game plan is for Kansas City, where it's like, we're loading up. We're stopping your run game. We don't care if you're going to run play action. You beat us with your arm, bro. And if you can, well, the Super Bowl is yours. But I feel like that's got to be the game plan, right? It has to be. And you're exactly right. It's, you know what? If you beat us in the passing effort, so be it. But Kansas City, while if you look at the metrics and just overall numbers, like, no, they're not entirely great with their secondary. But what they've done a really solid job is on is limiting the yards per completion. I think the number was at like 9.3, and then that number's decreased to like 8.7 or something like that throughout the course of the last three games. So they'll at least 
or should be able to limit him from killing you completely deep. You may have constant completions on short routes, but if you can contain him well enough in that regard, I think that will keep Kansas City in the good spot to survive here because they'll be able to score, I think, not at will, but enough to put them in a position to win. And that's why I like him and what we've discussed before. But you're right. I, I mean, again, you just can't let them attack you on the ground effort consistently because they are great in the trenches. That's what they did to overcome the Giants and the 49ers, albeit two teams that had no pushback on the Eagles. So you're right. You know what? If Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are going to overcome us, do it by forcing him to do something that not only has he not done really efficiently these last two games, I'm not going to say the whole season, but he really hasn't done it in a pressure-filled situation this year, I would argue, JVT. Mm-hmm. The one time that I, I think you could say that he really faced that was against the Commanders where they lost and they were, you know, freaking out to try to come back in that game, throwing it deep. And he he was fine. I remember they had the fumble. One of the receivers had a fumble when they were driving, but that was the one time they were truly battle-tested out there playing from behind with Jalen Hurts in at quarterback. I guess you could count the Colts game if you want to. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, force him to do that. He's got weapons, but how often can he throw it accurate downfield and you're giving Kansas City a defense that we know not the best, but two weeks to prepare for this. I think that has to be your game plan. You're right. Yeah, I'm very interested. And, look, that ties into, again, the way I was kind of viewing this, Part of the reason why I played under Miles Sanders, right, because I do think that there's going to be this aspect of, sure, he might get some carries, uh, but I don't think they're going to be very effective carries. He himself has not been a very effective ball carrier uh, at all. You know, I mentioned Kenneth Gainwell, right, in the 5.7 yards per carry over the last five or six games. Over that same stretch, Sanders is only averaging four yards a carry and has been the worst graded running back by PFF standards for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that really plays into it, too. Um, the game plan itself. And, and it leads you to kind of think here as well, uh, so hurts as an accurate passer. So we have this prop, total interceptions thrown. You got that one and a half that is out there. Uh, you have a lot of other props that are tied to it, right? First player to throw an interception, Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts in those head-to-heads. Um, I, I feel like the other thing that has stuck out with Hurts, it's not so much just been like basic play. It's been an accuracy. You know, you look at like A.J. Brown, for example, over the last six games with Hurts, and this dates back to that, uh, you know, Chicago game or right before that. If you talk about the rate of receptions for a guy like A.J. Brown compared to targets, it's been really low, and he doesn't have that many drops, Danny, and it's because the targets that he is getting are not accurate. I'm like, I'm just, I am fascinated to watch Jalen Hurts in this game because we've seen some high-level play, but you pointed out one of the important things that's been talked about on this network, right? The strength of schedule for Philadelphia. Hurts has not really had like a ton of games in which he has had to been pushed, in which he has had to come from behind. It's almost like a souped-up version of the Baltimore Ravens, right? Remember, the Ravens for years were great front runners. Every time they built a lead, you can never crack back into it. But whenever they were behind, they showed their flaws. We haven't seen this version of Philadelphia yet. I mean, you see the schedule, the games in which they actually had pretty big deficits early with Jalen Hurts or whatever, like they lost those games, right? The Commanders game is a really good example of it. The Saints game, and that was not Gardner Minshew, but still it's this team overall. Like you see a lot of these where it was really tough for this team to break out of some of these deficits. I'm just I'm fascinated what that means for Hertz and what it means for some of these reception props, like an AJ Brown or whatnot. I think it means a high volume of targets for an AJ Brown. I don't know if it means over receiving yards, but I think if you're talking about targets, that's something where receptions might be a play for you on over, not so much yards for players like Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, and others. For sure. Yeah, and exactly for what I was saying too, with like Kansas City doing a pretty solid job of limiting those deep plays. So if you feel inclined to look at the over for some of those receivers, you're right. I I certainly would lean more toward the receptions than I would in terms of receiving yards and getting that deep ball heading to them, which we do see often from AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, but that's not something I would rely on as much as I would want to rather do with the receptions. If I wanted to charter into that territory, I'm personally not going to do it. Um, But you bring up an interesting point, too, with his completions, because, yeah, he's not really racking up that many. Because, again, considering they haven't played the toughest schedule, they are able to take some of the pressure off of Hurts and just keep running the ball and have him make some of those secure throws. And it doesn't have to be a lot because they haven't been in those situations where it's a back and forth shootout or they're trailing. 20 and a half is so low for a quarterback in the Super Bowl, right? If your team's in the Super Bowl, it's usually because you have a fantastic quarterback who's a main contributor to the reason you have success. And yes, Hurts absolutely is. He's arguably, I know he didn't win MVP, but he arguably could have been if he didn't get injured. But in, in terms of how much he's utilized in the passing game compared to a guy like Mahomes, 
it's night and day, really. So, again, that's where the correlation, though, comes in. If you think Kansas City gets out early, if you think they are going to win this game, then you're probably going to lean toward Hurts getting over 20 and a half completions. It may not look pretty. It may not be the accuracy is high, but it's because the game script has to change because they're playing keep up in this spot. So that's also what you have to consider when you're looking at some of these props. How is this going to be used throughout all four quarters? What is the tempo of this game going to be like? What do you envision Kansas City's defense is going to have with their pushback? And if it's like what you're thinking it should be, meaning force hurts to throw it, yeah, maybe then, okay, you don't feel comfortable with his completions. Maybe look at his attempts then. Because I do think he's going to be forced to throw, not only because of the yep. game plan of it, what Kansas City is going to force him to do, JVT, but just because I think the Chiefs will get out to an early lead in this game. For everybody out in the uh, country who uh, maybe wants some insights on what the market's doing and some of the bets, Ben Fox does a great job keeping track of this stuff up on Twitter, BFox22. I also keep track of a lot of this up on the website at vcin.com. Um he just tweeted this out a couple of minutes ago, Danny. The most bet Super Bowl 57 player prop at DraftKings Sportsbooks. This is going to be interesting. I wonder if this is good or bad for me. Your boy. Eagles running back Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards. So I, I saw that, and I honestly didn't even realize how low Minutes it was. Minutes after we talked about it, yeah. by the way. Just saying. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Are you not going to jump in on the over 19 and a half, though? Because, again, that's like a correlation yeah. with if he's going to be the leading rusher. You know, you may not win that, but he's got to at least get over, you know, 19 and a half rushing Danny, yards. I'm not about plus EV plays during the Super Bowl, okay? I'm about <laughs> just, I want to fire and I want to get some big plus prices out of this. Um, all right, I'm openly admitting it. But yeah, I might sprinkle a little on the over rushing yards. I mean, come on, man. Like, we don't always it's have to be super so serious about this. It is low. I mean, look, he's so, ex- like I said, explosive is a word I keep using for him. He could get the ball one time. He could go over that 19 and a half. Like, the kid, like, can break free pretty well here. And that offensive line, which we could talk about a little bit later in the show, is freaking awesome. And it would, it, it would really open it up for Gainwell. But yeah, it seems like that is the case that right now, at least over at One Shop DraftKings, Gainwell uh, is the. Um, over 19 and a half rushing yards, the most bet player prop. And I will say, because I, I know a lot of people like the, you know, public and square, sharp square and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, what side is what? I, it does seem that this Eagles side, and it would speak to the line movement too, um, is the very popular side. And you, and you can see it in the props too, Danny. Like, and a lot of these props are going over, but like guys are getting bet over their rushing props, whether it is J- uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, and Kenneth Gainwell if you look at like the correct shops have all gone to the over in terms of their props being moved, right? right. Miles Sanders, I think some spots open 59 and a half up to 61 and a half hurts open 48 and a half up to 50 and a half Gainwell opened up 18 and a half up to 19 and a half. Like it does seem like there is a lot of uh, push behind this Eagle side, whether it's from a side perspective or um, just the player props in general, and betting those things over. And really quick. So every game that Gainwell's gotten at least five rush attempts, except for one, game he has gone over 19 and a half against Jacksonville he had five carries for 19 rushing yards but I think something we're also not considering not I mean the dude had 14 carries and 12 respectively in the postseason I get it's they were blowout games and maybe that's why he got reps but he's been more efficient in those games and Miles Sanders could easily get banged up really quick for a series or two and then Gainwell's getting all the attention I don't hate his over rushing attempts it's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. All right, we have plenty left to get to. Coming up at 15, Connor Allen, sports betting manager over at 4 for 4 Football, is going to join us, get his perspective on everything Super Bowl 57. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and way more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You've got to be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Going down the conspiracy wormhole here on the live. We, we went down the St. Uh, what? Last weekend, we went down the wormhole of the St. Joseph's Hawk and ended up. Danny, oh, you missed quite the adventure last week. Uh, we went down the wormhole of um, the St. Joseph's Hawk, who never stopped slapping his wings during basketball games. And uh, it got all the way to the point of um, a St. Joseph's game being fixed. So it was a really it was a great wormhole that we eventually ended up at a very good destination. And that, and I was going to say, then the one week you were gone, Adam and I had the Jaron Jackson Jr. in that conspiracy. Oh, yes. So it's just a trend we got going on here. Uh, well, yeah, it is. So uh, let's talk about the. Can we? So we're talking about the most bet props, right? And uh, we have a list of the most bet props uh, over at BetMGM. And look, there, there's a lot of popular ones. But can I tell you, I was talking with somebody the other day in terms of popular props. He had mentioned to me that one year, I guess a book had shifted the heads tails to tails plus 105. And I was like, bro, you had to take that bet. And he goes, uh, yeah, it lost, but you have to take that 100% right. of the time. Um, so we have our most popular place here. Result of the coin toss is on there. Shockingly enough, shocking though, it's not tails. I mean, Ooh. to go with the obvious joke that tails never fails, I would think that it is tails, but not the case. That is the third most popular prop, result of the coin toss heads over at BetMGM. The, uh, the most popular one, Travis Kelsey to score the first touchdown at plus 650. But we'll direct your eyes to number four here, if you're watching, and for those who are listening around the country, on one of the biggest sports radio networks in the land, uh, Eagles 37 34 victory. That is the Chiefs uh, Eagles correct score. So again, an Eagles 37 34 win over the Kansas City Chiefs. The exact score at 80 to 1. That is the fourth most popular bet prop over at BetMGM. Now, that might seem kind of random, right? 80 to 1, a 37 34 Chiefs, uh, or excuse me, Eagles win. I guess you can kind of get there if it's a three point win for a spread that's one and a half, but it's really nowhere near the total, right? It's really high. Um, my math is terrible. That's what, 71 total points? That comes from a very popular tweet of a doctored pro football reference game between the Eagles and the Chiefs from 2005, where they played one another. And uh, somebody by the Twitter user handle of Fear Kyrie put that out there. And of course, everybody bought it, which you guys should be embarrassed by yourselves if you actually read that and went to go bet this. So it comes from a, a doctored photo of a fake score and people went out and now it looks like that is uh, the fourth most popular bet over at BetMGM. Uh, all I can do is sigh, JVT. I mean, come on. It's just so silly. It, the same thing happened last year when some clip from the Simpsons came out where it was like the Bengals and the Rams and people were saying, oh, this is going to happen. Granted, wow, I'm Simpsons betting the second quarter over. Holy smokes, look at this, huh? <laughs> so there you go. If you All right, if the, second, if the first and second quarter follow game plan, then jump in and live bet the exact score or live bet the total or something if you want to go with it. Obviously, I'm joking. It's just I, I can't believe it actually fell into what the top three of the most bet uh, just, just one of the most <laughs> wait, I, Ellie, I is that, wagers. 
in, in through all that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just wondering, Elliot, is that top, is that top five list? Is that by total bets or is that by like liability? Is that by oh, so it's by tickets? Okay, yeah. So then, okay, that is embarrassing. <laughs> right, like if it was by liability, you could understand it being in the top five because that's eighty to sure. one. Liability builds up pretty quickly. Uh, but if we're talking about just pure tickets, yeah, that's embarrassing. My goodness. I mean, the sports books got to love that. The more burner accounts that are tweeting these exact scores, the better for them. Wow. Look, could it happen? Of course mm. it could happen. But is it going to happen? Probably not. Stop just throwing money on this just because you read something. Actually put a little bit of thought into it and think I, like JVT's type of thing where you're doing the bandwidth of where you think this game may fall and do a little bit of a safer bet like that if you feel so tempted to do something of that nature. So you give yourself a little bit more security as opposed to the exact score of it. In the true spirit of what we're talking about here, conspiracies, right? Galaxy brain thinking. What if BetMGM created the at fear Kyrie account and posted that doctored photo <laughs> to get it to go viral to acquire all of this money on that 80 to one long shot? What about Grabbing that? the tinfoil right now. Right. Putting it on my head. <laughs> yeah, see, the account got suspended. You do the damage. That's the thing, man. All you got to do is throw throw that out there. Just plant the seed and just let it grow on its own. Because once it's out there, boom, it's going to be out there and people will believe it. So, all right, if we're believing in this, by the way, so we're betting Chiefs first quarter. After the first quarter, we're going in-game on the Philadelphia Eagles. We're betting second yeah. quarter over, correct? Um, and then think about this. Wow. So the Chiefs scored 24 points in the first half, but then get shut out in the third and only scored 10 in the fourth. Wow, what a game. What a game. Can't wait to watch it. Although maybe I don't have to. Maybe this is going to be a... Yeah, you already know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so we already know point. what's going to happen at this point. Um, okay, so with that, well, can we throw up the real ones now? Let me talk about some of these most bet props over at BetMGM because um, that is absolutely ridiculous if people bought into this. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey for a second. So I dove into the Travis Kelsey stuff because there was a cross-board prop that was out there, uh, and it was John Morant points, rebounds, and assists versus Travis Kelsey first half yards. Um, and that got like bet up to like minus 140 in favor of John Morant. And the more I had looked at that prop, the more I was actually tempted to look at Travis Kelsey plus 110 in that prop and just Travis Kelsey, Danny, in general, having a successful day. One of the things that I think is going to be really, really great to watch here is like this zone heavy Eagles defense and what Travis Kelsey can do to it. Because I would think that the way that what you can do with Travis Kelsey and finding those soft spots of the zone, like I don't know, I, I feel like it leads to a big Travis Kelsey day. I mean, I know you've done a lot of research on this. You're, you're the host of our Pro Football Podcast, which everybody should check out. But the more I looked at, like, okay, which of these skill players am I looking at to have success here? And I'm not going out on a very far limb because he's at the top of the board for a lot of stuff, right? Favorite to score the first touchdown, odds on favorite to score at any time in this game. I think maybe he's like a sneaky Super Bowl MVP pick if you want to go skill positions. I, again, I always find it hard to go past quarterbacks in these situations. That's it. But the more I've like kind of gotten into this game, and you can kind of see where I've gone, right? Some anti-Eagle stuff, pro-Chief stuff. Uh, I am a Chiefs backer here. But a big Travis Kelsey game in any way, shape, or form is something that I kind of kept coming back to in my research. It's hard to think otherwise, regardless of who the opponent is, just because when it comes down to it in these important situations, Mahomes goes to the guy he can to the guys he can trust. And really, it's a singular guy more often than not in Travis Kelsey. I mean, what was the stat line against the Jacks? He had like 15 catches or something. Like it was absolutely absurd. It may have been more than that. But when you look at the Eagles and what they've done against tight ends, it, they've been fine. It hasn't been anything exceptional. On average, tight ends get about five receptions for 47 receiving yards per game. You realize it's a completely different beast when it's Travis Kelsey because Kelsey looks as the number one receiver as opposed to just a standard tight end. It, it's always kind of hard to want to get involved with Kelsey in the sense that you know the number is going to be a tad bit more inflated because everybody bets the over on him. But a lot of times he'll still go over it because of how dominant he is. I don't know if I would do receiving yards, 78 and a half. I probably would lean more toward the receptions, JBT, because Philadelphia still has a great secondary. It doesn't mean they can't get the ball to Travis Kelsey. I just don't know how much he's going to be able to attain with the yards after catch. I think he may be contained in that regard, but they're still going to get him on the short routes enough to get involved in the game. And if you're doing something with a touchdown with him, I, I get that there's value in terms of just meaning you're getting a higher payout with the first touchdown score, but I don't like doing 
who's going to score the first touchdown. I would rather just do an anytime touchdown score so you're not already just done if it doesn't work after the first touchdown of the game. And look, if you think this is going to be a higher scoring effort or Kansas City has the advantage, realistically, it's because they're going to be scoring a handful of touchdowns. And more often than not, one of those end zone receptions goes to Travis Kelsey or they do that little wrap around where they do the shovel pass. To some degree, Kelsey probably gets involved if the Chiefs are doing well in the end zone. I would rather do an anytime price with him because yeah. I think it was, what, only like minus 120, 125? Yeah, so my thinking is, let me see if you follow me down this path. So we have his reception receiving yards at 78.5. Receptions are at 7.5, and, and he is favored to score a touchdown at any point in this game. If I were to tell you that Travis Kelsey has about 70 yards, 7 to 8 catches, and a touchdown, is he not a Super Bowl MVP candidate? Like, wouldn't you rather, if you think those numbers are somewhat tight when it comes to his receiving props, would you not rather take a 16 to 1 ish Super Bowl MVP ticket on Travis Kelsey rather than like betting him over some kind of inflated numbers? You know what I'm talking You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I actually would not because I, again, and you, and you talked about this last week. I mean, you know, if Kelsey's getting those numbers padded in his favor, so is Patrick Mahomes. And I think Travis Kelsey would have to have like, three touchdowns or if it's two one of them's got to be from not a pass from Patrick Mahomes because you know the Chiefs aren't just winning the game by one touchdown reception from Kelsey there's probably at least two other touchdowns that Mahomes gave to other guys but maybe they're handoffs okay and maybe Kelsey does get a ton of receiving yards that would be a way to go about it but like nine times out of ten probably even more uh, Mahomes is going to give it get it over Kelsey all right let's get another voice in here Connor Allen sports betting manager four for four football joins us next Get his thoughts on everything Super Bowl 57 related. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. Make sure you check out our big game betting guide up on the website and everything that we have to offer there. It's our favorite prop bets. Picks and best bets from VSIN's host of experts and analysts, plus Brent Musburger's picks as well. And check out that VSIN Pro introductory offer, $9.99. Everything under that umbrella, vsin.com slash subscribe, where you get all of that information. All right. Let's continue on our coverage of Super Bowl 57. Connor Allen at Connor Allen NFL. Nice enough to give us some time. Sports betting manager, 4 for 4 football. Connor, we appreciate uh, the time you've given us today. So first, uh, let's just start big picture before we get to some of the details of this. Eagles now one and a half point favor, total of 50 and a half. Uh, what do you think in terms of a result for Super Bowl 57? Yeah, I don't have much of a take on the side, or, side here, but I think that the over is still in play. I played a bit at 49 and a half, still lean over at 50 and a half here. And it's because of two main edges, I think, that are in this game. One will be the Eagles on the ground against this Chiefs run defense. The Chiefs have played against just six teams ranking the top half of the league in rushing offense. In, four, in the four games that mattered, they allowed over six yards per carry, nearly 500 yards in the ground to those teams. And obviously the Eagles are the best rushing team in the league and significantly better than any other team that the Chiefs have played this year. And then on the other side of the ball, I think that the Eagles are going to really struggle to slow down this Chiefs offense here. The Eagles have played against just five in five games this entire season against teams ranking the top half of the league in offense in those games. They allowed 30.2 points per game, 2.9 points per drive, and their passing EPA per play dropped from first to 20th. So I think the Chiefs have some success offensively. I think the Eagles' ground game will be really tough for the Chiefs to stop here. So I, I like the overs still, I think, with those two edges there. Uh, and plus the multipleness of the offense. You know, if, if they're able to stop one of those, I think that there's still other ways for them to get there. So we were just talking about Travis Kelsey last segment, and it looks like you have a little bit of interest with Kelsey and some of his props. Talk to us about that and what you think the Eagles are at least going to attempt to do to counter him and how the Chiefs are still going to look to utilize it. Yeah, I don't I don't really know how they're going to counter him. It's just really tough to imagine a scenario because he lines up all over. You know, he he lined up outside at X receiver some plays like last week. He, or, and then he lines up in, you know, obviously in line. He lines up in the slot. Uh, it's really tough to think about a way that they're going to be able to stop him. Uh, and specifically, you know, for, for this matchup here, we look at Kelsey the last eight playoff games. He has 78 or more receiving yards in, in every single one of them. And he has 95 more receiving yards in seven of his last eight playoff games. And the Eagles on paper look good against tight end, you know, sixth in DVOA against the position, but just 17th in yards per game allowed to the position. And they, I mean, the best tight ends they've played were like Pat Fryermuth, maybe Zach Ertz, Dalton Schultz. 
and they allowed like, you know, about average lines to those guys here. And now obviously with the Chiefs receiving core a little bit banged up here, I think we're going to see just a ton of Kelsey in this spot. Uh, let's talk about the guy who's getting the ball to him, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what do you expect from him in terms of his health? One of the big things that we have been tracking throughout the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl has been a lot of Mahomes props, namely the rushing props, right? Opened up 10.5, up to 20.5. Uh, longest rush up to 10.5 from 6.5. Attempts up as well. What are you expecting in terms of Mahomes' mobility? Yeah, I think that he'll be relatively mobile. And it's interesting we're getting a good discount on this because I think everyone remembers, like, in normal, normally Mahomes' playoff rushing props I think it closed at 29 and a half for the Super Bowl uh, mm-hmm. last time he played in it. And because we obviously know the bad beat that happened where he had 44 and then ran backwards multiple times. But, you know, it's uh, in this spot, I think that it's a little bit light. You know, I think he'll be able to get over the line. It's not something I'm super confident in because I think there are other avenues for this this uh, Chiefs offense to move the ball. But, uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, we've seen time and time again, athletic quarterbacks who can run the ball tend to do so more in the playoffs. So, for me, it's tough to bet against this, even though we know that he's almost certainly not 100% with a high ankle sprain that takes, you know, generally months to heal. Uh, a prop that it looks like you also have a little bit of attention toward here, and I always like kind of looking into these. They're a little bit more unique and certainly not offered on a week-to-week basis. But when you're doing the head-to-head props, Mahomes versus Hurts, again, this is a topic JVT and I talked about a little bit with Jalen Hurts maybe not being the strongest in terms of his completion rate. What do you see when those guys go head to head in the prop that's offered with who is going to have more completions or a higher completion percentage? Yeah, like you said, this isn't offered on a week to week basis. And that's why I really like being able to grab this. So I played Patrick Mahomes have a higher completion rate than Jalen Hurts. You can find this, you know, usually around minus 120. I'd play it up to minus 130. If we're looking at since Jalen Hurts got injured against the Bears, his completion rate's been 60, 66, 57, and 59%, while Mahomes has been playing incredible despite you know, tough matchups on a, on a bum ankle there. And I think if we kind of look at how these offenses are going to approach their game plans, I think we're going to see a ton of lower average depth of target throws from the chiefs, probably a lot of throws, their tight end kind of beating up the Eagles over the middle of the field here, rather than trying to attack them deep with their beat up receiving court. And the other hand, like if the, the chiefs do try and slow down the Eagles running game, uh, and like, you know, just press and, and play, you know, load the box there. I think it's just going to create a lot of volatile situations for this, this Eagles offense where you're going to, you're going to see, have to see a lot of deep shots. You're going to have to see a lot of, you know, just really volatile plays. And it's not going to be a lot of consistency here in this Eagles passing game. So I like Mahomes to, you know, all those things considered to have a higher completion rate. And I think, uh, you know, minus 120 is just a little bit too short right now. What are you expecting from Jalen Hurts? And what have you made of his performances these last few games just due to the injury and what we've seen from him? Cause we have, we've seen a small decline statistically by some measures, like PFF has him graded pretty poorly in the last three games he's played. Kelsey just hasn't played that much since he's injured that shoulder, which I think also factors into this. Yeah, it's pretty interesting because he hasn't played much and he hasn't played all that well. And so it's hard to have a ton of confidence in him. Uh, you know, that being said, I think that his rushing props are about right. Uh, we, we saw literally San Francisco basically read Jalen Hurts on every single read option for the first three quarters of the game or two and a half quarters until he racked up like 35, 40 rushing yards on that one drive later in the game. But they had a very clear directive to basically do not let Jalen Hurts run. And I, I wonder if the Chiefs are going to do the same, but I can't imagine they will because there's no way that they feel comfortable enough letting Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott get the ball on a read option there. Um, rather than letting Jalen Hurts scramble it a little bit, especially if he's still banged up. So, but I guess my biggest concern, as I mentioned with uh, the completion rate thing, is that he just hasn't—he isn't necessarily a fantastic passer as is on a play-to-play basis, and uh, and the injury there really doesn't help him. And so I think that that's definitely a concern for a guy like Hurts. And I expect the Chiefs to really just you know blitz his face off, to be honest. Hmm. Connor, what do you make of a guy like Kadarius Tony? And this one stands out because I have a buddy who is, as of late, been wanting to bet his receiving props over. And look, from time to time, Tony certainly gets a lot of the action headed his way. He can be volatile, but what do you expect from him in this matchup? Does it fare well for him? Yeah, it's this is tough. So I played Kadarius Tony over 34 and a half rushing and receiving yards. And there's a reason for that. He hit that in three straight games combined. Uh, before playing just four snaps in the conference championship. He also started that game, though, and was involved early, which is kind of a change from the previous games where you know, he was only playing 15, 20 snaps most of the time. And I think if we get that mark, I'm really confident that we're going to hit this. And so it's almost more like a bet of, does he make it through you know half of the game or three quarters of the game without getting injured? Uh, we have reports from Andy Reid saying he was running around you know earlier in the week, looked great. James Palmer also mentioned that there's going to be a ton of plays designed. The chemistry's there. Like 
you know, maybe even if that stuff isn't true and maybe that stuff, you know, those reports aren't necessarily entirely true. Again, like 15 to 20 snaps is all it takes for a guy like Tony to get over 34 and a half because we're seeing, I mean, Patrick Mahomes prop is like 295. It's Kelsey at 76. Then there's a bunch of dudes in the 30s. Uh, I think Tony will be one of those guys to explode here again, as long as health permitting. How do you think the Eagles backfield breaks down in terms of carries? We've seen that Kenneth Gainwell over the last two games has 26 carries uh, and that the production for Miles Sanders has kind of dipped going back to that, uh, I think it was the Saints game, or no, excuse me, the Bears game, in which he, like weirdly enough, only got like his first carry in the second quarter. Well, what do you make of the way this breaks down? And the I, I'm kind of high on Gainwell because of his explosiveness, but what do you see with this Eagles backfield? Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, I think that they have a massive advantage there, so I think you could realistically target yourself into any over, but personally, we have now, I guess it's four games in a row where it's against the Saints in uh, Week 18 against the Giants, uh, Miles Sanders was wearing a knee brace against the Saints and then was still in the injury report against the Giants. And then in the two playoff games, he saw the majority of the touches early on. And then the games were blowouts, like massive, massive blowouts. Uh, his last touch against the his last touch in, in the conference championship there was with like 11 minutes left in the third quarter or something yeah. ridiculous. Like he didn't see the ball at all because they were up, you know, 28, 30 points. Now, that being said, I think Kenneth Gainwell, four to five carries can easily get over his prop of 19 and a half rushing yards. I played a little bit of Miles Sanders over at like 55, like really early in the week. That's in like 61, 62. I don't think there's a ton of meat left there, you know, on the bone. But yeah, I think that I think Miles Sanders does see the majority of touches, but I do think Kenny Gainwell has proven. I mean, he's got he's got some juice. He looks good facing, you know, in a good matchup here. So I think it's a, a prop worth looking at as well. Connor Allen, got sports it? betting manager. Danny, you got something last 60? No, you're good. You can take him, my man. Connor, uh, we are up against it, but we appreciate it as always, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you got it. Thank you, Connor. Yeah, this uh, this uh, Eagles backfield and the breakdown and the dynamic of what that's going to look like is going to be pretty fascinating. And it's actually it's a brilliant point by Connor too that uh, when you're talking about the the carries and whatnot and the knee brace and everything that like both things can be true that the production has not been there for Sanders and that they're protecting mm -hmm. him from an injury of some sort, uh, but also that some of that lack of production is due to the fact that why risk anything with him if you're up in some of these games and you can just give it to the rest of the guys as you move forward in some of those blowouts. So. How that breaks down for Sanders is going to be fascinating to see uh, against Kansas City because uh, I've got a lot tied to anti-Miles Sanders stuff. So we'll see if that's uh, actually going to come to fruition. All right, when we come back, we have uh, plenty of other angles to get to. We haven't really hit on some of the wide receivers when it comes to this matchup. We hit on Travis Kelsey. But what about the actual wideouts? We'll discuss that when we come back and what it means for uh, some of these uh, lesser wide receivers on this Chiefs team and where those targets of production might come from Kansas City. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Enjoy the big game like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code SB1000 and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game are bigger than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up before the big game with bonus code SB1000 and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. All right. Let's talk about some wide receivers here. Especially with the Kansas City side. Because we kind of know, at least in terms of like probability of like, you know, lead dog and whatnot and breakdown. And what, like the Kansas City Chiefs, excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles... The roles have been, we'll call it somewhat established, right? When it comes to like the pecking order for Philadelphia. Um, Kansas City is a little bit more fascinating because if you look at the way that this has gone in terms of their wide receivers, uh, on any given night, it could be a dude. Uh, any one of like, what, four names for Kansas City? Uh, we saw, for example, in the conference championship game, after three games in which uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling had under 30 yards receiving, uh, he broke out for 116 yards against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Danny on eight targets. So just by a game basis, it just seems whoever's getting open, whatever's happening with opposing defenses, that is going to lead to whoever the top receiver is for the Kansas City Chiefs. But you regularly see these quiet performances from a lot of these guys. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has only surpassed 30 yards one time since week 15 um, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Kadarius Toney, since he has come over, has had uh, some performances, namely the game against Denver, in week 17, but since then, we're talking about 18 yards on two uh, two targets, 36 yards on six targets, and then only nine in the conference championship game. How in the world do you break this down from a standpoint of targets and, and receiving yards for the Kansas City Chiefs? It's almost impossible to do it aside from Travis Kelsey. He's the only one who presents some consistency in terms of the receiving game, but of course, we already talked about him, so where do you go from that effort? And I, I guess he kind of got a I mean, we don't officially know, but then you got to ask yourself, all right, well, who's getting matched up with who in terms of Philadelphia's defense against some of the top receivers for Kansas City? You'd want to rely on a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, but you just can't because it's been so volatile with what kind of reps he's been getting. And obviously, MVS had a great game against Cincinnati, but if they're going to try to go back to that, again, that's just another piece that Philadelphia can take from the game tape and hopefully look to counter that. And you don't even know if he's going to be stressed that much. Maybe like we were talking about with Connor, I mean, a guy like Kadarius Tony, who's certainly explosive and maybe not someone who they're worrying about as much as MVS, Juju, Travis Kelsey. Maybe you look for one of those, not saying he's lower in terms of just his skills, but in terms of reps and on a constant basis that he receives, could Sneaky get involved in this game, much like Marquez Valdez-Scantling did against the Bengals. No one really envisioned him going off for six catches and 116 yards and a touchdown on eight targets. I mean, come on, it kind of just interchanges that way between this group of receivers. So maybe that's why, if you want to get involved, you look for a guy a tad bit deeper down the list, a Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, someone in that regard who may find some open space because the focus of Philly's defense is so centered on the top three of Travis Kelsey, of Juju Smith-Schuster, and now perhaps maybe Marquez Valdez-Scantling. So that would be something I would maybe look into. Uh, the only thing I did really... In terms of a receiving, and it's not fully, I did Isaiah Pacheco over rushing and receiving. And the reason that I did this, and it was at 63 and a half, and I realized the numbers now moved. I think it's because I think Pacheco will be efficient enough in the ground attack itself. And that, of course, will be the main source of why he's able to get close to this because Philly doesn't have that good of a run defense. But then also in the passing game, you know, he and it was an aberration in the sense that he got like five catches for over 50 receiving yards against the Bengals. You really haven't seen him do that any other time this year. But maybe it's more because, well, we know Mahomes isn't necessarily 100 percent. 
Philly could have a great pass rush, and the secondary deep could do a good job of covering those guys going deep. So if the pressure's coming, he's got no one going deep downfield that's open. All right, what do I do? The secure short route would be to dump it off to a guy like Isaiah Pacheco. So that's why I think if you think he's going to replicate close to what he did in the passing game against Cincinnati, maybe that's a receiving option you could rely on because he is getting more snaps than uh, than Jarrett McKinnon right now, even though he McKinnon was typically the guy that he would focus in on. Perhaps they rely a tad bit more on Pacheco in these important games like they seemingly have these past couple of postseason games, JVT. Yeah, like to your point, when you're talking about like that dynamic with McKinnon and and Pacheco, like you're you need a higher rate of success on the snaps that McKinnon gets uh, really as opposed to Pacheco, although like. You know, you talked about uh, from a snap perspective, McKinnon 44 snaps in the game against Jacksonville, 24 for Pacheco. But then in the following game, it was 39 compared to I think 27 uh, for those two in the other direction. So, like, I, with guys like Andy Reid and systems like this, I always find it really hard when you're talking about that dynamic because any given day, uh, right, that dynamic could be a little bit flipped uh, when it comes to who's going to get a vast majority of the snaps and the and the uh, handle uh, in terms of actual touches. But I do think your overall point here, what is a really interesting way to look at is, do you look actually at maybe the running backs to be the best receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs outside of the literal receivers? And we're in, by the way, but for this argument, I'm excluding Travis Kelsey because I think we all know he is the top option. But at least in terms of other pass catchers, where the rest of this workload goes. I mean, think about this. This is uh, a prop that is near 300 yards for, um, for Patrick Mahomes. And you've got one guy sitting at about 77 and a half yards where the rest of that is going to go is absolutely fascinating. And, and I do think that while McKinnon might be the sexy option, just going in the direction of like Pacheco or, I mean, the other thing, the fly in the ointment is does Clyde Edwards Lair, as we've discussed a couple of times now, does he actually have a, like he was their guy at the beginning of the year, right? He had a high rate of touchdown success early in like the first three games. They were using him for quite a bit. Does Edwards Lair come back in and all of a sudden become the hot hand for him? Could be, and that's what makes it even more difficult because we just don't know what the heck is going to happen with CEH and already this plethora of receivers that get spread out so constantly. Uh, that's where it's like you're almost hesitant in general to like just bet any overs with them or even anytime touchdowns. And if you want to do like anytime touchdowns, you might as well look for a guy with a little bit more value like a Kadarius Tony, like a Sky Moore, you know, someone deeper down the line just because they spread it out so often or with some of the top guys, a Juju Smith-Schuster, a Marquez Valdez-Scantling. There's recency bias, at least with MBS. Maybe you look at some of his receiving yards under, but it's, again, it's still so tough, and this is why I'm not involved with any of them because I think Patrick Mahomes is going to like if the Chiefs win, they're going to be very successful offensively, which would correlate with some of these receivers being successful offensively, you would imagine. So that's why ultimately I wouldn't bet the under. But if you're looking at it from the standpoint of I kind of like Philly here, I think their defense will step up. Well, then take advantage of some of maybe those inflated numbers on a guy like MVS who got propped up because of how well he did against Cincinnati. But it's just so hard to tell JVT and you know, ultimately, unless you have that full conviction, I would just stay away from it or look for that value in the running back effort. Because, again, Jared McKinnon or not McKinnon, pardon me, Pacheco finally came alive last week. Maybe he can do it again. But then the wrench is in the mix with CEH. So it's incredibly difficult to get engaged just solely on one guy aside from Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs. Overall receptions for Pacheco, do you think one and a half is too low? I mean, it's juice to the over at minus 160. Yeah, I think he gets over that. I wouldn't necessarily be running to the counter to lay minus 160 to it, but if you're asking me yes or no if he gets over, yeah, I think he gets at least a couple catches in this game. Mm. Trying to see some other uh, the others. Like, uh, for example, McKinnon, his reception yards, that's when one that's... It's interesting, too, because like his receptions is 2.5, shaded to the over minus 170. Receiving mm-hmm. yards by McKinnon is 23.5. Uh, he's got the ability to do that. Um, the explosiveness, too, by the way, McKinnon, longest reception, 12.5 for him. And uh, longest, let's see, they don't have one up for the longest reception by Pacheco, nine and a half. So, again, talking about the way this is divvied up and what that means with Clyde Edwards layer in the mix. I, you, know, you, you know, you said over receptions minus 160. I feel like that might not be like the cheap or that might, that might seem like a really expensive price at minus 160. But I actually don't think that's terrible when you're talking about Pacheco, given the snaps we saw in the conference championship game and his growing role. I know a lot of people balk at laying prices that are like higher, 
but there actually still might be some value in betting that over minus 160, considering it's over one and a half. Yeah, I mean, look, again, I, I think he's going to get involved to a certain extent. If I weren't already involved with his rushing and receiving and I wanted to get in the passing game, I'd probably rather do the receptions than I would receiving yards because realistically, if he's going to get over his receiving yards, Mark, he's probably going to need to get a couple receptions to do so. So, yeah, I would lean more toward doing the receptions, just getting a couple of them for the reasons I stated earlier with the secure kind of dump offs. He could easily get there in the first sequence for all we know. Does this, um, Elliot, does this include what you just sent me, Travis Kelsey? Okay, interesting. All right, we'll have that number more on this uh, maybe in the third hour. All eight Chiefs receiving props combined, 239 yards. Mahomes passing yards prop 294 and a half. So uh, we can discuss that in a little bit more. Third hour, final hour for Danny and myself here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.